Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today, we are recording a special podcast featuring Mate Lanserich, myself, Joseph Kim, and Summer Liu from mobile gaming data analysis firm SocialPeta. We have another collab between me and Mate. Mate, yes. we've been doing a lot together, so that's that's awesome. Very true. And, and we are here to discuss a fairly, a very controversial topic. <laughs> Is the game Monopoly Go profitable or not? Today's episode is sponsored by Data.ai to access estimates for rankings, downloads, revenue, usage, or engagement for millions of apps on the App Store and Google Play. Sign up for Data.ai. There's been a lot of drama, which we'll jump into in the industry. I know, Mate, you've been at the center of this. <laughs> very try, very true. This uh, hurricane, whirlwind, yeah. whatever's going on. But before we proceed, I just want to make it clear to our audience to the games industry, we aren't here to cast stones at anyone. We're not here to disparage Scopely or Monopoly Go. No one is arguing that this is not a game that has, I mean, it's achieved a lot. Nobody's disputing that. And I know Mate and I, and I'm sure Summer, we're all big fans of anyone achieving success in the games industry. So let's just be clear on that. One big reason, however, that I want to jump in and discuss this topic Partially because I, I think there needs to be a bigger discussion around nuance in the games industry. And there's just so much conflation of a bunch of different issues. And so I felt like a more nuanced discussion was necessary. And so to discuss this topic with Mate, and we also have Summer here to get not only our thoughts and experiences, but also external data points and to see what Monopoly Go has been doing from a marketing perspective. We're going to be able to share uh, with you guys in terms of some videos and some screenshots in terms of what they're doing. We're going to jump into that. But I, th I think the big issue, however, in a lot of where a lot of the confusion and all the high emotion and heartache is coming from is <laughs> the basic definition of the word profitability. And the problem is that as an industry, we don't have like a clearly articulated or widely accepted industry standard definition of what we mean by a game being profitable, but we're going to jump into that. So just to set the stage for our discussion today, first, backstory. We're going to uh, give everyone an overview <clears throat> of the article and post from Mate, the ensuing post and the, the kerfuffle yes. <laughs> that ensued and attacks on Mate. <laughs> Since that second, the aftermath of this, I'd love to hear from you, Mate, some of the blowback that you've gotten, people coming after you. I, I've seen some of the, the attacks. <laughs> I'm just like, man. Anyway, we'll do that. Third, we'll talk about data, some of the data points from data.ai. I think, Mate, you've got some data points from Sensor Tower. Yes. Somewhere. You've, you've got data points from Social PETA. Fourth, marketing analysis. This is where Summer's going to come in and show us exactly some of the stuff that Monopoly is doing. Monopoly goes doing from a UA creatives and ad perspective. Fifth, um, we'll go into a discussion about profitability and some of the nuance that so many of you guys in the industry are missing, especially you Scopely PMs. Jesus, guys, learn something. <laughs> learn about the basic <laughs> economics, guys. Yeah. And then finally, our takes. So what do we think? Is this game profitable or not? How would we define that? That sort of thing. So we're going to get into it. But just to kick it off, I want to kick it over to you, Mate. Let's go back to the yeah. backstory. <clears throat> Can you take us through this origin story and, and all, everything yeah. that happened? Yeah, yeah, because I was kind of so we recorded uh, a podcast about monopoly go when it launched um on our podcast two and a half gamers with Jakub and felix and i mean honestly like it was an amazing launch we went through the all the ua stuff all the creatives all the game design and well ad monetization there was no, no ads basically at the time but now they added two placements so there is some other monetization and other revenue coming so, so we were talking with uh, afterwards with Neil from <laughs> MobileGamer.biz about like what do I think about like how much money they spend and, and all of this. So, I was running for some like you know some of my estimations based on the Sensor Tower data and, and mobile action and all of like then data AI as well. So like all the external tools. So I don't have the visibility on the CPIs or how much money they spend. So this was just an estimation. 
And oh boy, <laughs> that estimation drove a lot of people crazy. <laughs> a lot of people crazy. But like here are like the initial thoughts. So so I ran like few social casino games before. And uh, if I'm being honest, like what I've seen in terms of the CPIs were just like anything between 20 to $40 in US on like purchase campaign, purchase-oriented campaigns. Why well, I'm saying purchase-oriented campaigns because if you target purchases, the CPIs are going to be higher. Also, what you need to think about is the level of scale they are kind of having. So they are adding 400,000 installs per day, which of those 400,000 installs, like 170,000 is from US only. And the US is the most expensive country, period. <laughs> That's how it is, full stop. And if you spend more money, the CPIs are going to go high. Obviously, if you spend a few hundred dollars per day, the CPIs can be anything between one to five dollars. If you spend hundreds of thousands per day, it's not going to be 10, it's not going to be 20, it can be 30, 40, 50. But originally, I thought the game has like 30 to 40 dollar CPIs in US, but then what happened was like that there was, you know, there was this rumor that they are spending two and a half million dollars per day since the global launch and then like there was also rumor that they're spending one million a day so nobody knows nobody knows but then we had this like yeah nobody knows I mean, of course like somebody knows it's copley obviously <laughs> then we had this like uh our own two and a half gamers uh yacht party in busan south korea with, with our friends from load complete and then there were some developers which you know actually uh joseph from China, which are super successful with their Forex game at the, at the moment. And we were discussing this with their CMO, like the CPIs could be somewhere around 15 to $20 from what they heard and kind of like, well, I'm pretty sure that they are very close. They're way closer to the, to the like actual numbers than I am because of different sources. But anyway, and also because of the Monopoly Go IP. So let's assume Let's assume like we are like we are or they are seeing like twenty dollars CPI in the US. Still quite skeptical about this. They're like this power of the IP can be that you know that strong, but let's let's go with that. Then I was kind of assuming that uh, the tier one countries like Germany, UK, Canada, Australia, those countries can have ten dollars CPIs, and then rest of the world we see like anything between three to five. So as I said, like overall traffic from US is 30%, then 15% goes to tier one markets, and then the rest of the world is just 55%. So, you know, if we take this, what I mentioned, like 150K thousand installs per day in US, it can be anything between two to three million a day based on the, uh, the CPIs I mentioned. And then it can be an additional like half a million to 600,000 per day spent in tier one. And then there's like a range of half a million to million a, month, uh, a day for the rest of the world kind of uh, countries, you know. And that still feels like very low and conservative estimate. I was looking into like the total downloads, which is like 100 million downloads since the global launch. I mean, wow, that's, that's amazing. So kudos to the whole UA and marketing team. This is amazing. Like no doubt about it. No doubt about it. There's the like, total revenue, which is um, in Sensor Tower, kind of close to like 900 million. So it's almost like a billion. So there was always like this art, also these articles that they already achieved a billion in revenues. So different tools, different numbers. So I guess only around there. So a couple of things, Mate, and yeah. just for our audience, because I think this, especially you Scopely PMs, pay attention, learn some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so one is like, as Mate suggested, um, CPI is highly dependent on scale. So if you were to think of like um, X-axis being uh, volume or like just think about, about it as installs per day or dollar spent per day and the Y-axis being CPI, it's not flat. Yeah. It goes up and it can go up significantly, especially as you get, as you start running out, out of inventory, in, especially in a bid-based user acquisition system. So that's one. The second thing is, as Mate mentioned, 
a lot of the volume for user acquisition here is the US, right? And so if you look at, you got like, look at your data sources, right? Look at the geos. And US 75 is 75% revenue exact, is coming from US. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. And so you're doing so much spend in the US, so your CPIs are going to be higher. Now, um, word on the street, since you know we are kind of pretty well connected in the industry, there's a lot of different a lot of different people are saying a lot of different things about this game. Um, I have heard word on the street, again, these are rumors that Monopoly is only spending. 25% of net rev on UA. I find that a little bit hard to believe, but that's something that somebody has said. Yeah. Um, but then you also see in what others have suggested and based upon the data that you look at, that during a time that as much as 90% of the installs were paid, um, I think if you look uh, at various data services, you'll see that closer to like 60% now. And when people talk about CPI, you have to understand there, there's always this context, whether it's profitability or other things that you're discussing in terms of when somebody says CPI, well, then what do you mean? Do you mean worldwide blended? Do you mean yeah. US? Do you mean India? You know, like, and so yeah. again, and the you thing mean that really- few hundred dollars per day, or you mean for a few millions per day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the thing that's really frustrating to me, and the reason why I wanted to have this discussion is that there does seem to be so much confusion, conflation, just like, you know. And, like and, so many holes in this story. Like it's it, like it's something, is, it doesn't add up. That's the yeah, thing. There, there's that too, and I totally agree with you on that. But there's also like this stupidity around arguing <laughs> apples and oranges, right? Oh, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Anyway, so aftermath. Yeah. So. So I saw some of the blowback on you, Mate, but you, you want to tell us like some of the <laughs> some of the stuff that's happened since then? I mean, uh, it's quite a fun thing I think happened like on LinkedIn where like Scopely employees started commenting uh, these LinkedIn posts and then suddenly, you know, like these <laughs> comments were deleted out of nowhere. And, you know, I think, you know, honestly, it wasn't meant to be controversial. I was like, it doesn't just, it seems a little bit fishy when everybody's like saying like this is profitable, Scopely won't be unprofitable. Oh well, I worked there, and you know we were buying profitably. It's like okay. Then there's like one one other podcast mentioned my name, something about like this being out of my league. It's like okay, well I didn't even listen to that episode yet, but uh, it was brought to my attention <laughs> so that was mentioned. Like as as usual when I say something controversial, people talk about uh talk about that a little bit. But like this, like, well, I work there and this, you know, we are buying profitably. It reminds me one story from like one of my former like workplaces where I worked and uh, you know, there were like non-UA people told me after I left the company, it's like, oh, well, you know, like everything looks amazing. We just had like all, all hands meeting, like, well, you know, like all the, all the numbers are looking great. Like we were growing, like, okay, well, I opened up like the UA dashboards because I still have the exercise <laughs> and everything looked like shit, absolutely terrible. I was like, okay, well, it's, you know, you don't always believe like things being said like being said on the old hands meeting like in front of a whole company if you don't see under the hood so it's after that like yeah after that article like some like a lot of people from scope actually viewed my linkedin post but nobody nobody said anything to my face or in in like directly in, in the messages like always like i heard these guys are talking about what you said and it's like okay well what can i do but then i had this uh, another discussion with uh the former employee of Scopely, she or he said that, and like all the alarm bells must be ringing like in the Scopely office because of what you said. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like, man, you, you can't even imagine like they, you know, they really should be like, most probably like panicking the office upside down when they read the article because I mean, well, they released a statement after the article as well. So it's definitely PR uh, thing going on. So, yeah, well, a lot of fun, but nothing that I'm not used to, actually. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I heard or somebody <laughs> had mentioned that there was an all hands to address you one day or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, let, let's, let, let's talk about the data. And let's also 
just just to look, let's give Scopely their due. Like, I don't know the Scopely of today, but back when Jory was running Scopely, like I had a lot of respect for the PM organization at Scopely and for the PMs that I met were all like very, very professional, very sophisticated. I'm not sure what happens today. I'm not sure what's going on over there now, but like uh, back then (laughs) under the Jory era, they were like, uh, uh, they were a very, very good organization. Uh, But anyway, let's also give the game its due. Uh, based upon oh, data it's an amazing that, game. Like it's like like it's getting like what like one hundred million revenue per per month. Uh, yeah, I, I would say amazing from a top line perspective. Yes, you know? yeah, 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 and it's yeah. a very well made game. I mean, it's really polished and like definitely yep, yep, yep. different level than Coin Master nowadays. So yeah, is it? I mean, but... Not when I played, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is now. Maybe I, I've seen a bunch of stuff on LinkedIn, like oh, master class in this master. It, you know, it's it's amazing how many people are suggesting yes. games are master classes after they see the data. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, it... like if you think about it, like the game was in Softline for like for seven years, like remade from like it was apparently originally something very different. When, when the first game first launched, I checked it out. It, to me, did not have the characteristics of a number one billion dollar <laughs> game at that time. At now, the time. I've seen all the, the LinkedIn guys piling on about how it's great. So maybe it's improved a lot. But by the data, um, and, and basically the data.ai data that I show shows about from, you know, kind of life of product to date today. About Man, 700 honestly, million. You can, yeah, you can't have a bad game to make like this, this for type sure, of money. For sure, for it's sure. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for sure. But is it number one? Is it the yeah, best? Like, we'll, we'll see. Okay, so like yeah, yeah, yeah. 700 million in worldwide net revenue since launch, meaning a billion in gross revenue. Yeah. And for downloads, I'm showing roughly 95 million in cumulative downloads, uh, life of product to date. And Mate, I know you've got some sensor yeah, saw, tower data. Yeah, summer. I saw 101 million to this day. Okay, so yeah, same yeah, ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about revenue? Is, is sensor tower showing roughly the same? So I think sensor uh, tower is showing this like 870 million. Yeah, 870 Net? million. Okay, so, so I think data.ai has them a little bit lower. What, what about on the social PETA side? Well, uh, I got to say uh, on our... One minute. It should be like somewhere very close to uh, what what, uh, we see as Uh, well. Yeah, pretty close to sensor towers. Let me double. Yeah, pretty close to sensor towers data and. Nice. Yeah. So it's, I mean, honestly, the the truth will be somewhere, either in the middle of uh, what you see, JK, and what what we see, like data versus sensor tower. You know, I've seen. So for smaller games, like there, you know, we call it sadness multiplier because we, we have to just multiply the revenue by two or 1.5, but this, because like, there's not that much or that, yeah, not that much data, but here is like, you have shit ton of installs and, and revenues as well coming through. So it yeah. can be pretty accurate. So I don't right. think like we need to it, like multiply. Maybe in, in terms of geographical concentration from data.ai, I'm showing like, like revenue in the U S uh, you know, huge concentration over 10 X of the revenue uh, from us relative to other countries, but other top countries would be like UK, France, Canada, Germany. Yeah. 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 Pretty much consistent. Yeah. yeah, Summer. That's that's pretty much social PETA. From like our, uh, our data vaults, uh, database, uh, well, their like uh, marketing uh, efforts is, you know, a little bit, a little bit from this geos. Yeah, definitely us runs the top us then, focus right focus, yeah. yes focus uh, but speaking of you know the second and the third uh, it's uh, like in new zealand australia also uh, uk yeah the okay. top one what what about rpd what are you, what are you guys showing on an rpd basis and, and maybe that's like one way we can compare economics is rpd for our audience revenue per download um ideally you want like an arpu number a dx arpu number but you know just roughly speaking in terms of what we can get from data services 
uh, RPD is a good enough proxy, but like Mate, do you have RPD data for like uh, Monopoly so Go relative to, uh, I would say the top games that we should be comparing this to would be Coin Master and the game that they've been in a death match against Royal Match. <laughs> yeah, so if I look at like RPD, Coin Master is uh, like 10 point, and this is just average i would say oh, let's i can like can do just uh us only okay so monopoly go in us rpd is like 19 royal mage is 20.7 okay so similar coin master similar. is 24 okay basically so it's not yeah it's not that so bad. It's pretty it's, good it's quite close yeah quite close what about um but okay. you know like if this Did you check royal match Royal Mage is 20.7. Okay, okay, yeah. So Coinmaster is the, the best, then we have Royal Mage, and then we have Monopoly Go. Okay. But, like, if you think about, it, like, if this is profitable, like, from whatever point of view, you need to have CPIs lower than this, basically, which I find yeah. very hard to believe. Well, the, very the, hard to believe. The, the other thing, too, though, is that Monopoly, because it's licensed, it's, it's a licensed IP, uh, I, my guess would be like call it twenty percent, right? So it's going to have to monetize, yeah, an additional twenty percent. An additional twenty percent, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah, um, well, but that's the thing, like, and that's I think like what we all kind of like talk talk about in the profitability is like, well, what is kind of in this equation CPI versus the LTV? Do you count only marketing versus revenue? Well, not really in this case because well in that case you could be just looking at spend versus gross revenue because well it's, it's gross revenue right so yeah i don't care it's like it's so, summer from, from a social PETA perspective do you guys have any like rpd data or whatever your variation of rpd would be yeah 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 we we have uh arpu we have arpu okay. and yeah, from our like dashboards in like recent ninety days, the average one for our SVC is around uh, twelve twelve US dollar, and uh, for Android it's uh, four point thirty US dollar for for a, a ARPU. For Monopoly uh, Go, do do you have yeah. any? Are, are you able to pull up like Royal Match and Queen Master and compare? No, really. Just okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. We can. Yeah. yeah. We can add that into the description afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, nice. Okay. So okay. So we've talked kind of the context, aftermath data. Fourth thing we we're going to talk about is marketing. So Summer, maybe I can hand it over to you. Can you kind of show us? So what are these guys doing? What are they spending all these? these millions and millions of dollars on in terms of marketing? Uh, what, what, what are their creatives look like and where, where are they spending their money? What channels? Well, yeah, good question. And let me open the, uh, the file. Nice. So, okay, cool, cool. You have visuals, so, amazing, amazing, amazing. I do prepare some, uh, you know, nice. interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah. We see all of it, amazing. Yeah, yeah. First of all, we always start with you know the overall insights, overall figures, and uh, it, it's it, yeah, it's officially launched in uh, April last year. But we can see that in our dashboard, uh, we can see like in the red uh, red paragraph by us. Uh, and... Summer, what are you sharing? I, I'm only seeing the initial screen. C can you share the specific screen? Yeah, oh, nice. Okay, there yeah, we go. no, it's okay. fine. No, no, no. Okay, we, there, we, there you go. There you now. go. Yes. Well, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. All good. Cool. Yeah. We see it. We see it. Yeah. Ah, yes. Good, so good. Uh, we just talk about the jewels and the top countries. We see in our dashboard that, like I mentioned, the top one definitely like US, but also it followed in like Australia, New Zealand, and uh, also Canada, UK. And uh, uh, even though it's just officially launched in April, uh, we mm -hmm. can see that they start do like soft launch or we call it like pre-registration from the very beginning from January, uh, January last year, because you can check it from uh, the red paragraph, the red mm -hmm. paragraph. And uh, uh, yeah, they run campaigns mostly 
pop media, social media, like uh, yeah. Google, Google AdMob ranks first, and then uh, Meta, Meta series, and also like on Aaron Sauce, YouTube, and Uploven. Yeah, those are like the top top platforms they ever used. We can also see from uh, like uh, the total figure uh, in in last year in total they run almost uh, uh, thirty thousand ad creatives in total. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I also, saw yeah I saw that like the ridiculous high number. Yeah, and also you can see they need to uh, manufacture almost half of the creative each month. Yeah, half of the creatives they are they they are active in each month are new fresh ad creatives like lots of videos we can see it in uh, like the second slide yeah, yeah. and then, just to compare just to compare royal match i think royal match has like 4000 creatives per month uh, or per per platform as well so it's like 8000 something so yeah. if you, if you, if you look at like a number of creative creatives per like ios i think like the royal match is top 1 and then we have like some some other uh, games <laughs> so it's it's a beast as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, also they have, uh, you know, uh, I I think they did of lots of campaign around uh, like August last year and uh, September last 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 year. Yeah, that's that's that was the peak. Yeah, someone also said that they kind of scaled. They he heard they scaled down in October. It looks like that on on downloads and revenues. Well, on revenues not, but on downloads yes. But then they started yeah. scaling up again, like end of last year and now you see like it's it's kind of blowing up maybe because they saw like how coinmaster went from 100,000 uh, daily installs to 400,000 daily installs and like like okay <laughs> so now it's now it's on the game is on <laughs> and it's it's a, it's, it's really really good to watch is this like that kim kardashian versus app love and battle <laughs> back in the day yeah, 100%. yeah. It's so, so it's on. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, Summer. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's okay. I, I, personally, I think your video about King Kardashian, all the family one, is uh, pretty, uh, pretty funny. And uh, yes, also we see uh, they have, uh, like I mentioned, uh, like a video creative dominates, and then also they play a picture, uh, Carson and Playable as. And uh, we can also check, you know, the, the top of the popular formats and dimensions for picture yeah. and video. Yeah. And uh, yeah, here are some specific cases, specific cases. I, yeah, the first one is on YouTube. Let me uh, play it. Yeah. Nice. What's your brain? Monopoly Go. Yes. It's okay. like a classic board game, but different. Different how? First of all, it's free to download in the App Store and the Google Play. Store. Then you can go online, friends, web cities around the world, and beyond. Tokens, and streets, and jigs, and it's open. Easy. You always work. Oh my god. They, I mean, I can't believe that's a winning creator. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense on YouTube. It no, makes sense on YouTube, but it's like there's like so uh, many different like better-looking creators, more polished. Like, oh my god! But I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised that that much because it's, I mean, it's the classic coin master kind of like no. revenge type of creative, which definitely works. You, you're right. I also have another revenge one, but but I choose this one because you know. You're right. It's a very classical. It's very, uh, you know, like a stereotype. And uh, but you know, in our system, we see it's been uh, active for quite a long time on YouTube. And uh, another reason is like, uh, uh, you know, for for real people acting and uh, have uh, the revenge one is, yeah, it's like the, the trend in recent years. In recent years. Yeah, especially and, for this uh, this genre. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one, the second one, you know, uh, th this one is, uh, we call it like a UGC. And uh, uh, 
uh, the reason I picked this one is because I saw like the CPI on our dashboard for this specific creative, and and I okay. think it's. Let, let, let's be clear here, though, Summer. When you say a dollar fifty in CPI, you're talking at low 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 volume, right? Yeah, 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 you're okay, right. Yeah, that's, that's like, wait, because you have 4 million impressions and we don't see like for how long this actually ran. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's not, I wouldn't say like it's very <laughs> high spent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's take a look. If you like Clash Monopoly, you're going to love this. It's Monopoly on your phone. Now, whose rent money will I take to get? <laughs> Time to pay up, my friend. But to really win, you've got to level up your game strategy. Because each player has a board, right? London, Tokyo, Venice. So you steal money from your friends to build your own board and land on the railroads to win tennis. You can make even more money by completing sticker collections. Swap with your friends yeah. if you need to. Play Monopoly Go for free and challenge your friends to the ultimate feud. Yeah. So when when recently, like, uh, lots of, like, advertisers, they choose TikTok, uh, to play to, to run campaigns then we found that like uh, this vertical video vertical video is like uh, the trend so you can see <clears throat> this can involve some kol inspiring and uh, inspiring people to play the game and also like uh, the vertical one uh gameplay scene plus uh the you know the kol yeah, yeah. For, for the audience, KOL is key opinion leader in, in our terms, an influencer or UGC yeah. creative. Yeah. Thanks for uh, like. Yeah, I, I, I had to learn this as well <laughs> <laughs> in the past. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this one is also from, from my, my point of view, it's uh, normal, but maybe i think because you know uh like monopoly has its own ip and yep so we, we had this like a game where we spent like 150k per day and we had like every week a new, few new playable ads just to rotate them in the in the campaigns because that's what you need basically to maintain the the scale and the the kpis you want to see and summer did, did you have another uh look, i'm kind of looking at your screen was there another no, no, that's oh, okay. Just so more about social PETA. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's all of it. Cool. Nice. Thanks. All right. all right. Well, yeah, thanks for that, uh, Summer. And so now the fifth part of what we want to talk about is profitability. And so this is this is a part where I, I, I really want people to understand that there's so many like discussions and emotions and this and that around basically arguing about different things, apples and oranges. And this is the tricky part about the mobile games business and the free-to-play model because, you know, it's hard to define quote-unquote profitability. And we've had a problem in our industry where there were many so-called profitable games during the era of ZERP and the age of highly optimistic UAs, you know, spreadsheeting where we'd call profitability for games that were not truly profitable in the most basic sense that we think is in, in, in like a layman sense. And we've had situations where, you know, depending on who you believe, where, you know, there may have been like, like let's take the, the, the glue acquisition by EA and all of a sudden UA drops. Why? You know, weren't those games profitable? Maybe, maybe not. But like, I think the basic sense that most people will think about profitability is if I spend $10 to gain a user, does that user pay me back over $10 on average? Or over 10, over 10. Yeah, because you know, you got, you know, you, you got to pay your fixed costs and not whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, or does my highly optimistic UA spreadsheet suggest that over a long payback period, we will hopefully get $10 back. Um, and I, I do want to be very clear here. Let's just be honest. In the past, in our industry, many declarations of profitability for games have largely been more theoretical than actual. That's just a fact. And that's not to suggest that Monopoly Go is not profitable, however you want to define that. But I, what I want to do is to kind of explain some of the nuances to this word because there are so many people 
Are you hearing Scopely? <laughs> PMs? <laughs> uh, there are many nuances to this word. And what many people... I have, game... few, I have few friends, yeah. Scopely, mm -hmm. but I think I can call them former friends now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's a lot of nuances to this word. And it's just shocking to me how people just don't understand, right? And it's, it's just so... There's so much conflation and just ignorance and naivety. But like... Let, let, let's take, like, for example, um, one thing I like to explain is sometimes people are talking about not about, you know, like the basic layman's understanding of profitability, but operational profitability, meaning that the game makes more revenue than operating costs, but may not include other costs, such as contribution to your fixed costs, like your, your rent, your utilities, things like that, recovering development costs. Yeah, it, if you gave me to, like it's soft launch for seven years, like how many people worked <laughs> on on that game? Where are they right. based? Like, they're are they based in U.S. office or yeah. is like in in Barcelona office? Like, that makes a lot of difference, like in terms of the additional cost. Obviously, right, twenty right. fifty million here and there when the game makes a billion. Of course, it's it's peanuts, right? Right, but right. Still, you, if, but it's still there. It's still there. Right. You might have a central team. Are you paying for your contribution to central? Uh, you know, the other big issue that Coinmaster and Royal Match don't have is these licensing and royalty costs. Uh, licensor, yeah. Hasbro, for Monopoly, I would guess it's probably something like 20%. Again, I'm just guessing here. But you've got those costs. You've, you've got an MG you probably need to pay back, things like that. And so this is very, you know, this could be very difficult. I, I, but, I know, remember... Just to be fair, just to be mm -hmm. fair to, to, the, to the licensing fee, like if, if they take 20%, I mean, they, it, the, the IP kind of works also in favor for the game because they have definitely lower CPIs than Coinmaster and, and, it, and it Royal could get Match. You, it could get you organics and things yes, like that too. Yes, organics so as well, it's, yes. It's, that's, so that's it's, not... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying licensing IP is bad. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad strategy. Yeah, you but just I, need to count with that 20%, yeah, yeah. which with well, 1 billion uh, is quite uh, a lot of money. I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you an example of why I don't, I, I don't engage in these, these discussions anymore. Because like, <laughs> I was part of a private Slack group and there was like this flame war about Marvel Strike Force. And I was like, dude, I, I don't think the game's profitable. And so I got into it with this guy. And all I have to say is just, just like, in the end, I'm like, okay, dude. Are you including the royalty costs? When you say profitable, are you including the royalty costs yeah. tomorrow? He's like, no. I'm like, then shut the F up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. So there's just like this notion of operational profitability or not. And, um, and, and I think the other definition of profitability I want to talk about is UA model payback profitability. But before we get there, just want to, for our audience, explain this notion of payback. Um, so because we are in a free-to-play monetization model, payment occurs on an unscheduled, oftentimes unpredictable basis. And so um, so you know when when we acquire a user, that player may pay on day one, on day 30, whenever we don't know. Yeah. But this is the notion of payback is when on average are we going to, for that, you know, for that CPI that was paid that summer suggested, if we spend, you know, $20 for a player, when do we on average get that back, right? And some, and, and then there's all these other nuances in terms of like, depending on the cohort and the UA channel, things like that. But there's yeah, that. But also there's like the, the genre kind of uh ltv curves you know and the payback right. periods which are kind of like common for let's say match free games so royal match most probably anything between one to two years coin master and social casino also two years maybe one to two years one is quite aggressive but then like two years kind of makes more reasonable because that's right. like that's how it works i mean the, the retention right. is really high and then like the yes. the hooked yeah the hooked players are kind of paying afterwards not on the short in the short term but long term like that's how it works. Yeah, and if you are if you're generally going for scale and trying to become the biggest player and like if you're being acquired by the Saudis, obviously they have unlimited mo money, you likely are going to go aggressive on the payback. And 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 so uh, the problem there though is that so we have models so like we do yeah. have models based on historical data and averages 
and hence profitability in this context, when we talk about modeled payback profitability, it's based on a model for how much a game will recover in a way that has, it's not based on science, guys. It's based on a model built by a human being with judgment involved. And as with all models and anything that any human being has ever put into Excel, these models can be easily manipulated. And there's a lot of tricks and things, and I, I don't want to go into all the nuance. I'm not, I don't want to bore everyone. We can go into maybe some of this stuff in a blog post or something. Yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah but we, like, we can do that. The, yeah. The, the, the thing is, is like you've got like operational profitability. You've got a bunch of costs, which you may or may not include. And there's all, all of that. You've got this UA model payback profitability on top of all this stuff, you know, from a financial reporting perspective, you've got things like adjusted EBITDA, which I don't want to go into, but you can window dress through measures like adjusted EBITDA, which, you know, if you are a follower of guys like Charlie Munger or really respected investors, they don't like because, you know, just understanding the true economics of a game is, my point being, there's a nuance here. And so when people uh, are naively say, oh, of course the game's profitable. It's like, what do you mean? How do you define profitability? It's like, no, no, it's the game's profitable. Well, what do you fucking mean, right? It's yeah. like, what is your definition? Then it, this is the kind of stuff that, that um, that's when I usually just try to like do my ninja smoke bomb and like disappear from the conversation. <laughs> but then I, <laughs> because then it's then just I a waste bring, of time. <laughs> yeah, then I always bring you back from, from disappearing. It's like, oh, well, let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> So, so yeah, so the trick is like, what is your definition of profitable? And look, I, I've just given a very high level um, kind of overview on this stuff. There's a lot more nuance in the weeds, in the details, and there's a lot more tricks and things like that that we could potentially go over. Yeah. There's so many tricks in terms of like accounting and like adjusting them so you can kind of look profitable and yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. suggesting anything. You know, it's just yeah. like there are so many things you can yeah. do. But so many times we are often comparing, again, back to the point, it's, it's all like all I'm seeing, all the stupid discussions on LinkedIn, all the Slack flame wars, it's, it's generally apples and oranges that yeah. we're discussing. Pretty much. So yeah. coming all to right. the close here, getting yeah. ready to wrap this up. Now that we've talked about some of this nuance, we've kind of shown you guys some of the marketing stuff that's been happening. We've kind of discussed you know, um, kind of the, the 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 context of why we're not casting thrones, we're not casting stones. We're just like asking a question about, you know, is this game not the go? Is it profitable? Maybe, maybe not. Right? It's an open question. Um, Scopely PMs, please learn basic game economics, please. <laughs> and uh, and so that <laughs> takes us to our conclusion here. What are our takes on Monopoly Go? What do you think, Mate? So, is this is this game profitable? Profitable. So, <laughs> profitable at some point in the future, definitely yes. Or at, at some like day. Uh, so I, I have also like this. So I mentioned this former employee, she or he or whoever that is. Uh, also mentioned this fun backstory when uh, she or he had the, like uh, a talk with some of the like Monopoly Go or like uh, employees of uh, Scopely that they said like. The campaigns are profitable between like 15 to 45 days which is again like very very hard to believe because honestly if i have this game with this I, I amount it, of money but, but here, here here's what you know when they when people say <clears throat> that they talk about one cohort in one territory <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's like okay over, across everything really yeah. is, is that is that your blended worldwide average or you know, you know what i'm saying yeah because like you know like to me this seems like re ridiculous. If honestly, if this is the case for all all the campaigns, or let's say for US, like why don't you just put all the Saudi money into the, all the channels and buy yeah. all the fucking TV inventory in the whole US? Like let's let's just go machine zone Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. looking like jumping out of the fridges and everywhere. Just like why don't you do that? I mean, they've run like a TV. Uh, in the US at the launch, we don't see these costs anywhere, which obviously it's not very cheap in US and running this, but 
I believe like the PLTV and the P ROAS or the projected ROAS is 100% at some point in time. So if I have to be very, very, very adventurous, I would say it's profitable somewhere between 180 and 365 days. And by all means, the UA and the creative work is just outstanding. The game is great and makes shit ton of money, right? But is it? But if it's so profitable on all fronts, like why don't you spend more money? And why? Yeah, just like why don't just scale even more? I mean, three hundred thousand um, installs per day. Coinmaster can get four hundred thousand per day, so I'm pretty sure you can get even more. So like, yeah, if it's so profitable, just yeah, go and just spend it all. <laughs> spend it all. But anyway, yeah, that's that's my round at the end. It's Summer, Summer from a social media perspective, are you able to take a stance on this? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. sure, sure. We, we, well, the easiest way, the easiest way to tell we, whether they are profitable or not, to be frank, is whether we continuously to see so much as and the curve of their, you know, campaigns. Because at certain points. They definitely request it needs to be profitable. But if they are not, they will you know, cut down, cut down the efforts of campaign. Well, but the Saudis say they're going to spend another thirty billion investing in games. Oh and my they, god! They say they want to be number one. So I, I think you got a long, oh long ways to go before yep. you run out of cash. Well, <laughs> well, when you talked about like uh, how the. Uh, draw up like the data in Excel, whether they are profitable and when they will be f- profitable, you know, in like Asian, like Asian game studios or even with the big uh, game publishers, the, if they, you know, they have this kind of uh, modules, modules and uh, uh, they will have this kind of uh, request for the marketing leader. Once they comparing like the ROI, within uh, maybe the uh, third or the fourth month after all the big scale up all the campaign they didn't the figure didn't meet the benchmark of the historical data they will think about to call it off because uh, for for certain studios we cooperate or the publishers like elax for example they have been success on kings of a clash a king sorry a clash of kings Five and then things. they may uh, have uh, other projects which are also for SLG games, but maybe different theme. They have the successful models, successful historical data. So it's easier for them to judge whether to continue or not. And uh, you, 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 talk, you mentioned like a one year or two years for, for Asian studios, they are not that patient. They are not <laughs> that patient. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, Mon- Monopoly Go can be a uh, very long term long term and a classical one and uh, but but you know uh, the environment in different uh, culture might be uh, different uh, as far as i know say only uh, the games like genshin impact they can nurture and uh, manufacture it uh, so well right. and uh, uh, wait for a long time to do the campaign yeah so okay. also one one reason is they have another very successful games can raise all the uh, game employees. So th- this is how they work. Nice. Yeah. I, I think Gabe, my own, Gabe, okay. what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So my own take on this is that I per- personally believe Monopoly Go is successful. Okay. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> profitable, but I am saying successful, okay. especially if it's like, and successful meaning like it serves the purpose of what they're trying to do. Like they want to be a number one player yeah. in games and they want to, you know, they, they want to be a major player. And so as a vehicle yeah. to enable them to be number one in the charts and things like that, if you ask me if, if the game is successful, absolutely, absolutely successful. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Top line growth. I mean, it, it serves that purpose. Now, if you ask me if the game's profitable, I'm going to have to ask you to define what is your definition of profitable first. And like I said, when the first when the game first came out, I cannot say that that is a game whose economics I would prefer over other like 100% for me, you give me Candy Crush, 
Royal Match, <laughs> you know, Coin Master, I would rather have those games 100%. Absolutely no question. I haven't played the game recently, but during the initial launch, there's no question to me what the better game is from an economic perspective, in my opinion. This is my yeah. opinion, right? Now, one of the other things, though, that to Mate's point, one of the great things about these kinds of games, whether it's Forex or like a Coin Master type of game or Clash Royale or like a Genshin Impact, is that these ARPU curves continue to go up and to the right. That's great for longer term Essentially, what Mate is talking about is your eventual ROAS recapture at some point in time. Yeah. And so if you have games that have the, that kind of characteristics, then you've got some margin for error in terms of, ah, oh, we kind of fucked up. Yeah, we didn't, you know, we were hoping for an 18-month payback. That that ARPU curve just keeps going, okay, 24 yeah, months. Eventually, okay, 36 yeah, months. Yeah, okay. eventually it's going to go. Hopefully, yeah. ho hopefully. And if you're the Saudis with an infinite bankroll, you know, I mean... Does that time frame matter to you? No. I mean, it matters to cash strap startups who, who, who need to like make payroll, but it doesn't yeah. matter to them. And so again, success, yes, profitable. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I also agree with my, oh, actually one other thing too, that we, we, we yeah. didn't, we didn't discuss is like, like the other way that they may be reducing costs on the UA side yeah. is like, they do have a lot of um, remnant ad inventory. You know, they've got these games like Stumble Guys and these other these other games, and so oh. so they could be like reducing their 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 ad oh. costs through through remnant. Now, yeah, but then that if, that goes. Go ahead. If you think about the inventory, or not the inventory, the audience of Stumble Guys versus Monopoly Go, it's very hard to match the same audience in the in those two right. games. Yeah. True. I mean, they could, yeah, they could be cross promoting. And then, and then how do you but, account for that too, right? And then is yeah, it yeah. profitable? Well, again, we we go into this. Yeah, uh, that's a rabbit yeah. hole we could talk about. Yeah, like, for, yeah, yeah. For, too, for too, too many, too many rabbit holes. So anyway, <laughs> all I have to say is like, um, you know, uh, is the game profitable? Yeah. Show or us not? the numbers. Show us the numbers, and yeah, we can end <laughs> the discussion. I, we that, can end the discussion. That, like, come that, on, like... That's not my point. My my point <laughs> is I hope people understand the nuances behind what they're talking about a little bit more. Please do your research. Please understand the economics of these kinds of businesses. And uh, and before going out and like attacking people <laughs> and just showing how naive and ignorant you are, just like like learn your shit first and yeah. then have an argument okay um that, that that's nice. all i really have to say because otherwise like you know you're gonna see guys like me like if you ever see me tap out of a conversation it's it's because i don't want to get involved in this apples and oranges type of thing yeah. and i i feel sorry for you mate because i know you've had you've had a lot of blowback and things like that <laughs> around this oh come on like it's not the first time and definitely not the last <laughs> last time i'm <laughs> i'm getting this so all good all good. right yeah Nice. So, okay. Fun. Well, guys, there you have it from Game Makers, Two and a Half Gamers, and Social PETA. We have discussed Monopoly Go, the big controversy. Is it profitable? <laughs> is it not? Uh, well, let's have more Flame Wars. Yes. And well yeah, that's it, guys. Until next time. Thank you, Cheers. Summer. Thank you. And Thank you. see y'all later. Bye. See y'all. Bye bye. Bye. Woo!